When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. For the best way to fall asleep with Nightfalls, you can now become a premium supporter. Enjoy the entire back catalogue of Nightfalls classics, all with a rich, immersive and totally ad-free experience. If you love falling asleep to Nightfalls, Nightfalls Premium will elevate your sleep while helping to support myself and the team. We love creating Nightfalls, but without supporters, it wouldn't be possible. Join Nightfalls Premium today in just two tabs on both Apple Podcasts or via the Supercast link found in the show notes for all other podcast players. Your sleep will thank you for it, and so will I. If you've been feeling overwhelmed with anxiety lately, try listening to a guided meditation on the Meditation for Anxiety podcast. Meditation is a proven natural way to help you calm down and dissolve stress so you can feel lighter and happier. So subscribe for free today to the Meditation for Anxiety podcast by searching for Meditation for Anxiety on your favorite podcast player. Hi, I'm Jeffrey, and welcome back to Night Falls. Join me around the campfire at the foot of these mystical falls for a podcast of bedtime stories designed to help you sleep. Each week, we'll begin with a brief meditation before settling into our story for the evening. And don't worry if you fall asleep before the end. I want you to drift off whenever you're ready. Come, warm your hands beside the fire and let me tell you of Christopher Campbell's journey along the West Highland Line in a pristine locomotive. Christopher's journey reminds me of the place I grew up and the sights he takes in as he chugs across the Scottish Highlands feel familiar to me, for I was lucky enough to visit many of them as a child. I find that there's something rather relaxing about a path well-trodden. A journey you know well grants you the opportunity to disengage, to enjoy the sights you expect to see, and to relax a little deeper into your seat, safe in the knowledge that you'll arrive right where you expected to. I find that I take great comfort in the certainty of it all. 
before the train rolls out of the station and we set off on tonight's journey. Let's shift the pace down a gear or two and take some time to relax. Come to a comfortable position and allow your eyes to drift shut. Draw in a deep breath and hold it for a moment, savouring that perfect moment of inner stillness granted to you between breaths. Exhaling, release any last dregs of energy still lingering in your body after another long day. Breathing in once more, gather up all of the thoughts and feelings that have crowded at the corners of your mind today and exhale, letting them flow from your body as you release a long, lazy sigh of relief. Drawing in another deep breath, take a moment to consider the faces and places that led you up to this moment, and as you sigh out, let go of them. Tonight, there is only you, present in this moment, and breathing easily as you wind down from the day. There is nothing and no one to interfere with your relaxation. There is only the journey onwards and into the night, following the West Highland Line towards rest and relaxation. Like a slumbering dragon, the Jacobite steam engine lay silently on the track, resting a while before it was time to wake up and take passengers along the magical West Highland Line. Dressed in linen shorts and a cotton shirt, the perfect attire for a sunny June morning, Christopher Campbell walked through Fort William Station and over to the resting train. He came to a stop on the platform and took a few moments to admire the beauty of the locomotive with its gleaming black engine and beautifully restored carriages. Catching the eye of a fellow passenger, they shared a smile over their upcoming journey, which would take them through the stunning landscape of Scotland. As though letting out a sleepy sigh, the engine released a plume of white smoke, which drifted towards the waiting travellers. A light mist covered Christopher for the merest of seconds, once the mist had melted away, Christopher felt like the world had become a little more magical somehow. The black paint on the Jacobite engine seemed shinier, the maroon-coloured carriages more inviting, and the day ahead held the promise of enchantment. A uniformed guard arrived on the platform and gave everyone a cheery hello before informing them they could board the train. A low chatter of excitement broke out amongst the passengers as they moved towards the doors. Christopher looked at his ticket. He'd always wanted to travel on the West Highland Line, and, on the spur of the moment the previous week, he'd bought himself a ticket. He looked back at the train and walked towards the carriage at the front. At the open door of the carriage, 
The smiling guard checked Christopher's ticket and offered to show him to his compartment. Christopher thanked him, followed the guard onto the train and along the narrow corridor. They stopped outside a beautiful compartment. The years fell away from Christopher and he felt like a child again as he gazed upon the wondrous sight in front of him. Inside the compartment were thickly upholstered seats, a polished table set with upturned cups just waiting to be filled with piping hot drinks and a small lamp fringed in white tassels. The large picture window was perfect for framing the magnificent vistas on the journey ahead. Christopher was too mesmerized to move. The guard let out a polite cough, which brought him out of his daze. Christopher was informed he had the carriage to himself. Christopher thanked the guard again before walking into the cosy compartment. He closed the door and sat next to the window. He'd forgotten how much he loved riding trains. It was something he'd done often with his parents when he was young. He had loved the magic and excitement of it all, the thrilling adventure of the journey and the sights seen along the way. Then arriving at a destination which had seemed very far away to a little boy, such as a picturesque coastal town or a quaint village tucked away in the countryside. A faint voice came from outside the train, telling passengers it was the final call to climb aboard. Doors were firmly closed up and down the train. A low rumble came from beneath Christopher as the resting train woke up. He felt a gentle vibration on the carpeted floor under his feet. Slowly and almost imperceptibly, the train began to move forwards. The distinctive high-pitched sound of the train's whistle filled the air. Christopher noticed people on the platform smiling as they watched the magnificent locomotive leave the station and proceed on its way. The whistle sounded out again. Its fading tones were covered by the rhythmic resonance of the train's wheels clicking and clacking over the tracks. A cloud of white smoke trailed across the window, making Christopher's view of the outside world look ethereal. The train picked up speed and went past whitewashed houses topped with grey roofs. Through gaps in the trees, Christopher caught glimpses of people walking along the sunny streets as they headed towards cafes and shops. The grey-stoned ruins of old Inverlochy Castle soon came into view, the well-preserved structure sitting proudly on a hill. The train went over the River Lochy, the clickety-clack of its wheels increasing in tempo, Christopher became lost in his thoughts as he looked at the passing views 
which were continually rolling past like an absorbing movie. As the train rolled along, there were more whitewashed houses to admire, as well as a landscape of fields which were bordered by undulating hills covered in patches of purple heather. In the distance was a background of rising mountains. There was a light tap at the compartment door. Christopher looked away from the captivating scenery and was met by the cheery face of a uniformed woman holding a teapot aloft. She gave him a questioning look and lifted the pot a tad higher. As Christopher wasn't one to turn down a cup of tea, he nodded in response and began to rise so he could open the door. But the woman beat him to it and swiftly let herself into the compartment. She asked if his preference was for tea or coffee. Once he'd answered, his cup was filled with refreshingly strong, hot tea. Out of seemingly fresh air, the woman produced a wrapped packet of shortbread biscuits and placed them at the side of his cup. With a flash of a smile, she exited the carriage, closing the door behind her. The scene was played out in less than a minute, and if it weren't for the drink and biscuits in front of him, Christopher thought he might have imagined the whole thing. Cradling the drink in his hands, he leaned further back into the comfy seat and returned his attention to the terrain outside. In the distance, he could see the snow-covered top of Ben Nevis. It was the highest mountain in Britain. He'd been told its name roughly translated to Mountain with its head in the clouds. That wasn't such an apt name today, he mused, because there wasn't a single cloud in the clear blue sky. But, being familiar with the inconsistent nature of the Scottish climate, he knew the weather could change in an instant. Christopher took a sip of the tea and let out a satisfying sigh. His look lingered on Ben Nevis, and he wondered how many energetic walkers were out there right now, climbing up this steeply sloping terrain. Climbing a mountain wasn't for him. Not today. He was content right where he was, snug in a cosy carriage with a cup of tea in his hands. After a minute, he opened the biscuits and took one out. As he was alone, he had no qualms about dunking the shortbread into his hot drink before popping it into his mouth. It wasn't long before the train came to a stop at the first station on the Highland route, the small village of Benavi. Christopher recalled one of his friends telling him about a tiered set of locks which crossed the Caledonian Canal near this village and had a peculiar name. What was it? Frowning a little, he looked at the table in front of him as if the answer lay there. 
and it did, in the form of an information brochure lying at the end of the table. He'd been so absorbed in the view from his window that he hadn't even noticed it there. Had it been there before his arrival? Or had the woman who'd poured his tea placed it there like some slight-handed magician? Christopher picked the brochure up and soon discovered the name of the lock. Neptune's Staircase. Built between 1803 and 1822, it was a series of stepped locks which gradually raised the canal an impressive 62 feet. Christopher could understand why it was called a staircase, but there was no information about why it was named Neptune. He made a mental note to delve into that mystery when he returned home later. The train set off from Bonavi Station and carried on its journey along the single-tracked railway. Christopher finished his tea and returned the cup to the table. He placed his hands on his lap, resting his head against the seat. His focus softened as he watched the landscape go by the window, an ever-changing work of art. The train clicked and clacked over the tracks. The whistle let out its pleasing tones. Puffs of white smoke filled the window scene for a few seconds before dispersing into the Scottish air. A single stag stood regally on a boulder watching the train go by. Christopher was rocked gently in his seat He felt at peace and a little drowsy. Very soon, a wondrous view opened up before his sleepy eyes. And for a second, he wondered if he'd actually fallen asleep and was dreaming. Curving elegantly ahead on the track was an arched viaduct rising majestically above the ground. He knew the name of this structure. It was the Glenfinnan Viaduct. Not only was it known for its graceful curves and impressive construction, the viaduct had also played a starring role in a series of films about a young boy wizard who travelled this line on his way to a school of magic. As a result, tourists flocked from all over the world to view the spectacular sight. The train slowed as it began its journey across the structure. Its pace was sedate enough for passengers to take photographs, which would no doubt impress their friends later. Christopher joined the others, who were capturing the spellbinding sight on their phones. Leaning carefully out of the window, He took a few photos as the train slowly made its way across the viaduct. On the ground below, groups of tourists were taking pictures of the viaduct too. They had the added joy of getting the steam train in their frames. 
pistol playing to the crowd. The steam engine let out a series of whistles, followed by a wonderful display of billowing smoke. This caused an impromptu round of applause from the spectators on the ground. Once their journey over the Glenfinnan viaduct was complete, Christopher returned to his seated position and took to watching the highland landscape again. Birds swooped low over lochs, their reflections clear on the water below. Mountains in the distance wore coats of mauve heather and dark green moss. The shadows cast by the mountains moved slowly over the ground like nature's sundials. Grey boulders and rocks were scattered haphazardly throughout the terrain. A few rabbits hopped through the long, swaying grass on their homes deep in burrows. Christopher imagined how the scene would look in wintertime. The mountains would be covered in a thick blanket of snow. Heavy white clouds would fill the sky full of snowflakes yet to fall. Train passengers on the West Highland Line would be warm and cosy inside their carriages. Perhaps turning on lamps as the afternoon grew darker. A soft knock at his carriage door took Christopher out of his musings. The same woman as before stood there. She smiled before entering the room, pushing a wheeled trolley in front of her. Here's your afternoon tea, she announced, her smile causing dimples to appear in her rosy cheeks. Christopher had totally forgotten he'd added an afternoon tea to his journey. Broke into a delighted smile and sat up straighter. The woman placed a three-tiered plate in the middle of the table. It was full of delectable sandwiches and cakes. Teapot followed with a small jug of milk. The woman asked if he required anything else. He said no and gave her a thank you. She left him alone with his tantalizing treat. His tummy rumbled in anticipation. He hadn't even realized he was hungry. Tucked into the finger sandwiches first, which were a delicious assortment of honey-glazed ham, roasted beef with tangy mustard, and creamy egg mayonnaise. He followed with scones filled with thick, clotted cream and strawberry jam. Christopher also managed to eat a few small cakes, but he left some for later. Feeling satisfyingly full, he leaned back in his seat and let the marvellous view in front of him unfold in all its glory. The train trundled on its way across the wild, open land, with the occasional deer running freely through the coarse grass. When the train went through tunnels, 
Christopher felt even cosier inside his snug compartment. The carriage rocked gently from side to side. The wheels clacked over the tracks. Clouds of smoke enveloped the outside of the carriage, making the world disappear for a few seconds. Past Loch Ailt they travelled. Christopher noticed the tree-strewn islands in the middle of the water. They looked to him like a group of friends meeting up for a long overdue chat. A small white church appeared on a hilltop. After giving his brochure a quick look, he discovered it was the church of Our Lady of the Breeze. The railway track looped closer to the coastline, and Christopher regarded the calm sea with interest, spotting small fishing vessels bobbing on the horizon. A few minutes later, and out of nowhere, there was a sudden downpour of heavy rain. Christopher hadn't been aware of rain clouds appearing at any time along his journey. He looked upwards out of the window and noticed thick, grey clouds scurrying across the sky as if in a hurry to be elsewhere. The rain pitter-pattered on the roof of his compartment and tapped lightly on his window. He watched the raindrops as they landed on the grass and slowly trickled down it. Just as suddenly as it had begun, the shower ceased. The clouds moved swiftly away. The sun came out and sent rays dancing across the newly washed land. The raindrops on the window glittered like diamonds. Ever onwards, the train travelled. Inside his snug compartment, Christopher felt himself growing sleepy again. He closed his eyes and rested his head against the coolness of the window. Carriage rocked gently from side to side. The wheels clicked and clacked over the track. The whistle sounded faint and far away. Smoke from the funnel cocooned the carriages within its white clouds. Keeping his eyes closed, Christopher took some slow, deep breaths, savouring every enchanting moment of his magical ride along the West Highland Line, a journey full of enchantment and wonder. The train pulled slowly into the town of Malig, the last sigh of white steam. The rails squeaked softly, and the train came to rest with a slow hiss. Sleepy passengers, Christopher included, exited the carriages and emerged onto the platform. He looked back at the train 
which was gleaming still, before moving towards the exit. The evening was beginning to fall, and although the rain had moved on, soft purple clouds lingered in the sky, blanketing the tops of the taller hills behind him. Christopher was to spend the night in this fishing village at the end of the line. It was a peaceful, sleepy place, far from the world, separated from any hustle and bustle by miles and miles of rolling hills, still lochs and twisting train tracks. Every soft chug of the train, he had felt farther and farther from his cares, increasingly remote and more deeply nestled into the wild and free Scottish countryside. From the station, he saw a cluster of higgledy piggledy houses beginning to light up with warm yellow light in the approaching dusk. One of them must be his cosy inn for the night. Ahead, Christopher saw a silvery marina decorated with bobbing boats. It was nestled in a nook between green pine-covered hills accessible by old wooden pathways over white sands. He watched a fisherman slowly and methodically tying up his boat. The air was refreshing and the plants around him shone vividly from the recent rain. Christopher wrapped his warm scarf around his neck took a deep breath of the clean highland air. Past the marina, the water expanded towards the horizon, where Christopher could see the faint, hazy outline of hills over the other side of the inlet. He followed the cobbled path towards the water, and saw the smooth pebbles below. He sat for a while, breathing in the tranquility and solitude of this faraway place. Once a slither of moon had begun to rise over the inlet, sending silvery rays across the water's surface, Christopher found his inn for the night. He was warmly welcomed into the cosy little place by a kind-eyed woman. She seemed to sense his sleepy contentment and chose to forego any small talk. 
handing him an ornate gold key and leaving him to his thoughts. He installed himself on a worn leather armchair in the parlour and soaked in the heat of the crackling fire for a while with a hot cup of tea in hand, enjoying the slow folk music that was softly playing from the old-fashioned radio. Once the fire had dwindled to softly glowing embers, Christopher went to the refuge of his cosy room. He unzipped his brown leather duffel bag and retrieved his soft white pyjamas. He climbed into bed, lifting heavy woolen blankets and sliding in between the crisp sheets below. He sunk into the mattress and felt the impact of a full day of sleepy relaxation wash over him. As he began to drift off to sleep, images flitted through his mind. Grey-stoned castles, white-washed houses, gently shimmering lochs, and endless vistas of wild highland hills. Picturing all he'd seen, could almost feel the slow, comforting chug of the train and hear the soft, drumming raindrops against its glass windows as he was transported into sleep. <laughs>